Now, tell me about your father. City Councilling on 95BFM, our weekly chat with the good people of Auckland Council. Earlier this week, the City Rail Link reached a milestone, breaking through the end of its final tunnel of two. The tunnel boring machine created space for the new light rail system by breaking through 15 metres of cement per day. The machine was named after Dame Fiona Cooper, the Māori rights activist who led the Hikoi to Parliament. For this week's segment of City Councilling, I had a chat to Shane Henderson about the light rail milestone as well as the 2022 Mayoral Conservation Awards. We first had a chat about what the milestone means for public transport in Tamaki Makoto. Yeah, it's actually a um, a day that's going to go down in history, really, in the history of Auckland, uh, where we've improved... Um, transport in a whole range of ways um with that breakthrough i think it kind of inspires people and it sort of actually brings home that the crl is coming and it's coming reasonably soon um and that is actually going to really help uh, the city immensely and so it's just a really great day and i'm really excited to see that could the upcoming local elections make any major difference to the city rail link or transport at large well, you know, in terms of the CRL and, and these major projects, they just kind of keep rolling on. So the election shouldn't really make much difference. Uh, we have seen a bunch of discussions play out in the media around potential cost overruns and those kind of things. Uh, look, from my perspective, the CRL just keeps going, and it's much too important a project to kind of get bogged down in politics like that. Um, I think we should focus on the positives and what it's actually going to bring to the city. Do you think, I think that there's been a little bit of disillusion around transport in the city for a good while. How much of a difference do you think that the city rail link will make to people who are trying to use public transport more often but just aren't able to do so underneath the current bus services or heavy rail services? Yeah, so in terms of the CRL, that's going to create um, more frequency for, um, for heavy rail and it's going to unlock a part of town that is kind of locked away for a lot of Aucklanders and that's kind of the midtown area. Uh, the Althea Centre, kind of those kind of places, K Road, uh, they're going to be just absolutely fantastic. They'll be kind of um, unlocked by this process. Uh, the other thing is we kind of have to do it as the other thing, as the current rail line. If we were to not do the CRL, then you'll find uh, Britomart being two-packed and people being turned away from their trains uh, in the sort of near future um, with sort of uh, the future population of Auckland. So uh, it future-proofs our transport system and it also just brings uh, more excitement and vibrancy to a part of town that's really important. Will it be likely to see our train stations and public areas less crowded when there's more ability for people to get directly to where they need to go instead of all of these in-between areas? Yeah, well, that's right. Um, and I, I don't know, um, anyone listening here from Waitakere, very difficult to get to places like Ponsonby and K Road uh, via public transport from our area because you've got to go all the way into the city and then transfer back uptown again. Um, that's just one example uh, of the experiences of many Aucklanders um, that's going to be really helped by the CRL. Uh, and the other thing is, as you say, disillusionment. We need a sort of a public transport revolution in the city in the coming decades. We're actually catching up to other world cities so that um, people can rely on public transport and they can use it and they don't necessarily need to own a car um, if they don't need it. So that's kind of the goal in the future. Living in Waitakere, I've seen a lot of talk about exactly that, the issues that people out west are dealing with in trying to get to the town and trying to get to local train stations. Has the council put in, put in any thought to the proposals of bringing a new bus service out to the outer ranges of Waitakere? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked uh, that about the uh, bus, bus routes for outer, outer areas. 
Uh, I've been pushing that for a long time to try and get more bus services to the Waitakere Ranges areas in particular, places like Piha, but also places like Huia and Tehinga in the future as well. Um, look, they're jewels for the city. They're internationally recognised places where people travel halfway across the world. They take their train to Glen Eden and then they realise they can't get out there. And that happens all the time. Um, we need to link these places that are so important actually to all Aucklanders, uh, to the rest of the city. And the other thing I'll just add to that briefly is that 25% of Aucklanders can't drive. So if we don't have bus routes and those kind of things put on, then actually they're not accessible for a huge amount of Aucklanders. And that's really not acceptable. You happened to recently attend the recent 2022 Mayoral Conservation Awards. Could you run over what this event was and what it's celebrating? Yes, yeah, so the Mayoral Conservation Awards essentially uh, celebrate conservation in the city and as just kind of a, a touch point to uh, so many groups and so many people that are sacrificing hours upon hours of uh, their lives, uh, making Auckland a beautiful place, making it a better place and um, a place where we're doing things like uh, trapping pests and planting trees, um, all the things that make Auckland a great place to live in its natural environment. So there were three awards there, right? So one of them was the Innovation Award, and so that's sort of um, essentially an invention kind of award, as, as the name says, uh, and that was uh, taken out by uh, Te Arahikoi uh, Tawhiti Smart Cages, uh, which is a collaboration between the three largest land key groups in Franklin uh, that are doing a lot of pest trap management work there. Um, just briefly, the other two as well is um, my uh, West Auckland fantastic group, the Matuku Link. I'm so proud of them. Uh, they're a wetland conservation group in the Tehinga Valley and they won the collaboration category, which is really, really exciting news for West Aucklanders. Um, and just finally, uh, the Youth Award and the Penny Hulse Supreme Environmental Award uh, was taken out by an Otara-based uh, fantastic young person named Jar Cameron, uh, who runs Geek Camps, they're called, uh, through the school holidays in which local rangatahi participate in activities such as tree planting, pest control, water quality audits, uh, learning about the ecosystems and the environment. It's just so impressive and so amazing that a young person can steer this kind of group uh, and contribute to the city in that way. What have these awards allowed you to learn about the mahi that people are doing in our community? Oh, you learn so much uh, going to these awards and actually going out amongst the community as well um, in terms of what's needed from an environmental perspective in Auckland, but just all the hard mahi that's being done on the ground by so many people. Uh, it's amazing. It's inspiring. And I just encourage any listeners out there that are maybe thinking about putting in some volunteer work uh, to look up where they can find their local environmental groups and conservation groups. Uh, there'll be some in your area. There's some in all parts of Auckland. And, um, and just put in a couple of hours and it'll be great fun and it'll uh, heal your white or you'll feel absolutely fantastic. It does bring up a wider conversation about individual efforts to see conservation in Tamaki Makoto and Aotearoa in a, in, as a whole. How much individual, how big of a part does Tamaki Makoto's community, the individual and collective actions of our people rather than the council have to play in improving our environment? Yeah, I kind of see it as a partnership. So local councils, and actually central government as well, but local councils being on the ground, they have to partner with communities and really enable them to help out and do these kind of things. Uh, we've got fantastic conservation uh, efforts happening in West Auckland, uh, where council are helping promote and help advertise, um, in some cases even helping with funding uh, these kind of groups that are do so, doing so much great work they can then activate a volunteer base locally to really take charge of it and do it their own way. 
Um, that kind of partnerships model is something that West Aucklanders have known for decades um, and we sort of import it into the super city, I think. That was City Councillor Shane Henderson on the 2022 Mayoral Conservation Awards and the City Rail Link. Have you tried mindfulness? Try mindfulness. City Councilling on 95 BFM. We'll be back.